Hi and welcome to Sheepcast. The date is June 18th, 2020, and I'm Max Park. This is our daily devotional and prayer on Philippians, and today's passage is Philippians chapter 4, verse 5. The Word of God reads, Let your gentle spirit be known to all men. The Lord is near. Amen. The Word of God. Today's passage, again, is just one singular verse on the heels of verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. We uh, examined the contents of that verse yesterday, and on the heels of that reminder and that command, we get a second injunction of let your gentle spirit be known to all men. Now, there's two parts to this verse. There's that part, let your gentle spirit be known, and the second part, the Lord is near, and we'll examine those separately and then together. What Paul, I think, is saying here, when he trans or when we translate the word gentle spirit, or in some versions of your Bibles, it might say gentleness. It might say something along those lines, like forbearance is a word that I've seen before. But whatever the translation may be, the spirit of that word really means a gentle soul, a gentle, um, a gentle kindness that is coming out of the Christian believer. This is what. The, the world is to know of believers, that Christians are people who are gentle spirits, right? Now, we can't misunderstand this word. It's critical that we understand the true meaning of this word. The meaning of this word really is, uh, at least in its Greek definition, it's a kindness that is, in a sense, self effacing it it is a it's a willed self-effacing meaning self-sacrificial and this is something we've examined of course in the earlier chapters of philippians it's a kind of of love that is not weak it is not meager it is not easily you know it's not it's not that you are to be a pushover in the world but it's to be a strong force of kindness that is self-effacing that it demonstrates or crystallizes itself um, in a manner that is self-effacing. And so an ar- someone who argues against this sort of understanding might say, well, wait a second, self-effacing really just means someone who is trying to be or uh, could mean um, that this person is not trying to be known. So then if they are decreasing themselves, how are we to be known to all men and that's a good argument but the real what paul is really saying is be known for yourself facing be known for the very fact that you're self-sacrificial self-giving in all that you do that your kindness is so great that it is magnified and of course we have people in the, the the history of the church and the christian faith that are known for these types of things right there are many christians who are known for this. i mean jesus christ the prime example right the most self-sacrificial lover of all time of people and men and women and he of course uh demonstrated most powerfully on the cross in his greatest ultimate sacrifice for our sins and he is known for that very thing and so it's interesting that paul would say rejoice in the lord always reminds people just find joy in the lord that your joy is cemented in the lord and that we are to be known not for wealth not for health not for prosperity not for extreme talents or skills or or anything that the world celebrates but we are to be uh, known simply as an entire entity that we are known for our gentle spirit and this is important so 
we are to let go of the self sins. Here's A.W. Tozer. He wrote this very interesting thing many, um, I, I think it was basically like 50 years ago. He wrote this, to be specific, the self sins are these, self-righteousness, self-pity, self-confidence, self-sufficiency, self-admiration, self-love, and a host of others like them. They dwell too deep within us and are too much a part of our nature to come to our attention till, uh, attention till the light of God is focused upon them. The grosser manifestations of these sins, egotism, exhibitionism, self-promotion are strangely, to strangely tolerated in Christian leaders, even in circles of impeccable orthodoxy. Promoting self under the guise of promoting Christ is currently so common as to excite little notice. And so, brothers and sisters, let us be reminded of this truth. And then the second part, the Lord is near. There's two ways to read this. One, you could read it as D.A. Carson notes as temporally. In other words, that he is coming soon. And this is, of course, something we know that the early, early church leaders and the apostles believed that Christ and his second coming was truly near. Now, you could read it that way. And in that case, the argument, as Carson writes, would run like this. In light of the impending return of the Lord Jesus, there is more than a little incentive to be gentle. Uh, sorry, there is more than a little incentive to be gentle and selfless. The Lord's return provides incentive. As the apostle John writes elsewhere, everyone who has this hope uh, of Jesus coming back, um, in him purifies himself just as he is pure. So that that's one way to read it. There's another way to read this verse. And the, another way is this, spatially or better yet, personally, that Christ is near, that the Lord is near to you. And because of this, you are to be gentle and kind. Well, why? I think this is a Sunday school example, but I remember hearing this when I was in Sunday school. Imagine Jesus is always with you. Imagine he's right there. Or if he just walked in on you in your room or wherever you are. If he just walked in on you or he just kind of appeared right before you. How would you want to be presented? How would you want to be presenting yourself? How would you want to be conducting yourself? An important question. And so brothers and sisters, that is where my prayer lies for you today. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much. And we ask, O oh Lord, that we would be gentle in spirit, known to all people for that very feature, that we are self-sacrificial, self-effacing believers. Because Christ is near, both temporally and spatially. You are personal to us, and we ask, O oh Lord, that we would never conduct ourselves in a manner in which we believe or temporarily disregard the closeness of Christ in our lives. We thank you and pray all this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. And if you are enjoying this podcast, please, please, please check out our church Facebook page called Sheepgate Fellowship and our YouTube channel by the same name. You can join us in worship on Sundays via live stream at 1245 p.m. Eastern Time. And the link for that is on our Facebook page. I hope the Lord blesses you this day and enjoy. God bless. Mm -hmm.